0: Viva Las Vegas, bum, 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 Viva Las Vegas, hello and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, Quarantine Edition, the podcast for Matt and Todd, uh, watch a movie from a Netflix Top 100 list and then we talk about it and discuss it and say if we like it or not, whether you should watch it or not, and everyone seems pretty okay with that. I am Todd Domer.
1: Yeah. And I'm Matt Malloy, and welcome, welcome to this episode. Um, So we are going to talk about a movie, but first, a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor is the Santa Fe Writers Project, or SFWP for short. SFWP is an independent publishing house that has been helping authors and books connect with the world for 22 years, with a wide range of fiction and creative non The founder, director, and friend to the podcast, Andrew Gifford, has offered 25% off to all of our listeners. When you order direct through his website, sfwp.com, just use the coupon code MOVIES check out. That's M-O-V-I-E as a coupon code, 25% off. Thank you, Santa Fe Writers Project, for helping make the magic happen here at Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Everyone go support a small business, and buy some books. Well. Nice. Yeah. So, as as Todd teased with his little intro, Viva Las Vegas, I see the connection. Las Vegas yes. is, is often referred to as Sin City. And we watched a movie called Sin City, which is not about Las Vegas. But there is a connection. So, I appreciate that. Um, so Sin City, uh, is a movie, uh, 2005, I think, is when it came out, and, uh, it was based off a series of graphic novels, I guess, by Frank Miller, who, I don't don't know if I'm supposed to know who Frank Miller is or not, famous for anything other than this. Um, he
0: is the guy who kind of reinvented Batman to be like dark and gritty. Like he did this book called Batman returns or no, the dark Knight returns, um, which was kind of like the first time that Batman was really done in a super dark and gritty way. So he's most famous for that, but he's, he's done like daredevil. I mean, he's got a, a bunch of books under him. Uh, he also did the movie Three Hundred, like is off of his graphic novel Three Hundred. Ah, okay. And uh, gotcha. Yeah, so Sin City is off of three of his books. It's not just one book. It's like three, three uh, volumes of the Sin City kind of, I guess, overall story. I see. Okay.
1: So. Well, good. Thank you for filling in the details of your uh, <clears throat> side hobby of being a comic book aficionado. One of your hobbies, I should say. You're a man of many talents, <laughs> We You know that. Um, Thanks. So, yeah. So, so this is, is based off of three different uh, sort of graphic novel storylines about this place. Well, the place I guess is called like What is it called? Barrow Falls or something. I forget. It's something else. It's not called Sin City, but it's a fictional city.
0: Oh, it's a... Yeah, it's Basin City. Basin City. There we go. On the main sign that says, Welcome to Basin City, the B.A. is crossed out. And everyone refers to it as Sin City.
1: Ah, there you go. Now I see the connection. Uh, Before
0: you go on, Matt, would you you like me to do the wrap-up? of this film because i have viewed it many times
1: sure yeah i was uh i was thinking about how it's going to wrap up and it's uh it's a little tricky
0: (laughs) it is tricky because it's kind of technically three different movies crammed into one with also three different directors um so okay so like Matt said, this is a movie about three graphic novels that kind of all take place in this fictional city called Basin City, which everyone refers to it as Sin City. And the overall gist of Sin City in general is that typically the good guys are bad guys and the bad guys are or the good guys in a sense of all the kind of... Um, Kind of what what you would say is like a low life or whatever. They typically do good, while as all the people who are in charge and most of the police and stuff like that, they're all bad. They they're all on the take. They work for like different mobsters, and so there's just different factions that run the city. The most, the biggest bad guy is the senator of the state, and then also his brother, who's of uh, the head of the church, um, for Sin City. So, uh, you follow three characters in these movies. You have Bruce Willis's character, which is... His name is Hardigan, and he's a retiring cop who kind of does one last mission, and the mission he goes on to is, is to stop a pedophile who uh, kidnaps girls and then ends up killing them. Uh, but he's the son of the senator, the guy who's in charge, so nothing ever happens to him. The police don't stop or whatever. So, as he's retiring, he makes a vow to stop this guy once and for all and his story is dealing with the outcome of that like it it, it kind of ruins his life and all that kind of stuff um he ends up going to jail uh so it's just following his story of of him making this kind of last last stand um and then you have uh Marv's story and Marv is kind of just like a deadbeat kind of guy who's almost like a bouncer um who he meets a woman. He's also got like a weird disfigured face. They don't ever like really talk about it. He may also have super strength and stuff like that, but they never really talk about it. Um, and he meets a girl. Um, and then while he's with the girl, while they're sleeping, the girl's killed. Um, and he's set up as the killer. So his kind of what he's doing is going after trying to find out who the real killer is, why they killed her. Um, and it's just like all these kind of puzzle pieces in his story start to come together. And so you follow his story through the conclusion of that thing.
1: And that's Mickey the third Rourke, sto- played by Mickey that's Rourke.
0: That's Mickey Rourke, yes. And it's always weird to me to see Mickey Rourke in a movie because of... Uh, I don't know if you've seen like older Mickey Rourke movies where his voice is like so soft... And he was, like, extremely good-looking. And then he got into boxing. And now his voice is, like... Like, someone punched him in the throat. Yeah. And his voice is, like, disturbing. And his face is also all mangled up. Yeah. So... And then the third story uh, follows Clive Owen, who is a... um, Who is a... I think he's a murderer. Or he has murdered. And he was... To escape the police, he got a surgery to change his face. So his... His story is actually over two books. First, with him with his original face, and then he also has a secondary adventure after he gets the surgery. Um, so it's about him, his new girlfriend, and his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend, who is a uh, famous cop who's also kind of dirty and uh, you know beats women and stuff like that. So he's on a mission to stop that cop and he kind of does, but it also sets off a chain of events that's bad for everyone uh, because he is a hero cop and it's about him trying to discover how to deal with that and what's the best way to handle all of that. So you have these three kind of stories that connect because it's the same setting, but they take place in different times and it's, uh, I mean, it's like, I don't think you're really confused during it, but it's, 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 it's a lot. So that will end my wrap-up okay. of the movie. This is definitely the longest we've ever taken on a wrap-up before. So.
1: It's true. Well, it's pretty complicated. And um, also I'll mention there's a lot of people in the movie, like oh, more definitely. famous people yeah. like uh, Jessica Alba's in it, um, Benicio Del Toro, yep. uh, Michael Clark Duncan is in it,
0: Powers Booth,
1: Josh Hartnett, Rutger yes. Hauer.
0: Yes. Uh
1: Brittany Murphy is in it.
0: Man, a lot of people who are not with us anymore are in this
1: movie. This, this is true. So anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. They got a lot of a lot of Oh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood's Elijah character Wood. is incredible. Yeah. Um Elijah Wood yeah. Elijah Wood has like some special powers and is a, a serial killer, and yeah, like it's jumps around incredibly with super speed.
0: Creepy, yes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so um, okay, so uh, usually uh, you go first, uh, but today you did the wrap up. Do you want me to go first? What I thought. Sure. All sure, right.
0: Go ahead. I'm curious about what
1: you thought. We'll shake it up. So this movie, I thought about this. Reminded me a lot of Magnolia hmm. in the a movie that we've just reviewed recently. In this way that there's, like, these different stories going on at the same time. And you expect them to kind of hook into each other. And they kind of do, but they kind of don't really. Like, they're more just happening in the same place. So there's, like, very limited crossover. So, uh, I would have liked it. I think I said this about Magnolia. I would have liked it if the stories were more uh, intertwined. Yeah, But that's not really what they were going for here. Um, I will say I, I found it pretty interesting. Uh, it, I was engaged throughout and uh, was interested to find out what happened to each of the three characters. It was a little confusing, as me going in, this is the first time that I've seen this movie. I wasn't sure when certain of the stories would end. I wasn't sure if it was a definitive ending or not. Um, yeah. Because even if it looked like someone was dead or someone was, you know, whatever, some people see, appeared to have superpowers at, at different points. Um, yes. Doing things like jumping off buildings and jumping like... Full speed into a speeding vehicle, feet first, and coming out okay, no problem, um, and other things. But, uh, but yeah, overall, I would say I liked the movie, um, and and with just with the caveats that I said, I, I wish there was a little bit more interaction between uh, all the storylines um, and. that's kind of I guess that's kind of it for me yeah uh it was enjoyable and I would say if you're not too if you're not too hung up on on kind of blood and gore there's a bit of that that yes what did you think
0: Hmm. um well uh like I said I've seen this movie a bunch of times and I think I definitely still enjoy it. I don't think it holds up the best. I mean, like, when it first came out, like, if we were reviewing it when it first came out, I would have given it, like, super high marks because, like, I walked out of the theater and it was, like, I was really blown away. Um, But there's, like... You know, for back when this movie came out, there's things to be blown away about. Like, it was, you know, one of the first movies, I think, that did almost the entire movie in front of green screen. And, and it's kind of black and white, except for, like, a little color here and there. And it's, like, this weird artistic kind of thing, but it works. Um, it was also weird to be in a, like, it, at the time when I first saw it, it was, it was weird. But it was also kind of cool to see a movie that was, like, really three separate movies just into one movie, like, and it really is three separate movies, and you have three different directors, um, I believe doing the different, um, the different stories, um, but I have to say, having, maybe just not being that young anymore, or other comic book movies coming out since then, and and all that kind of stuff, it just doesn't hold up as well as I would like it to do. Still on an entertaining level, it's very entertaining but i'll agree with you that there's just stuff missing like um and i think maybe if like i don't even know if it's possible if you could have done one movie about just one story and really dive deeper into it why do these i mean do these people have superpowers like it seems like it but also it's like never really talked about but they're just doing pretty impossible things um and it's just the norm. No one stops and go, "Holy crap, is that guy, you know, have powers or whatever?" It's just it's just accepted. Um but I will also say having read the books too, the books are pretty much like that as well. Like they don't truly talk about anything um and and how these people are like this. So, I think in general I think my taste in both comics and movies have kind of evolved since when this came out and um that I prefer a more in-depth story. I like things to be. Sometimes I can be fine if things are not explained if the story's that good, but sometimes you just like to know these these things, and it kind of it kind of subtracts from the movie nowadays for me of just not knowing these things. And then even having read the source material and be like, well, the source material is like that too. So I don't like that as an answer, but it's pretty much what it is. But I think there's plenty of good performances in this movie. I think. Um, the only person who I thought was like, I was not a fan of their performance now when I watched it was Brittany Murphy, especially like there's a scene where she, she's, she plays a waitress and there's a scene where she delivers a drink and winks at someone. And it's the most awkward wink I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) Like it's almost like she couldn't do both. She couldn't bring this drink down and wink at the same time. It just looks like she was trying way too hard to achieve that uh special effect of winking while she was moving a glass or whatever. Um but other than that, I mean if everyone does a um um a good job. Rosario Dawson's in this movie, we didn't really mention her. Alexis Blydell from Gilmore Girls fame, is in it? Um just a ton of people and they all work pretty well together. So yeah. Not met, met, not many minuses for me on acting, just the Brittany Murphy wink. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I would definitely say if you haven't seen it and you can handle gore, I would suggest seeing it because I think it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, it is it when you said when you compared it to Magnolia, I was like. I thought that was a really good comparison, but I will say the difference for me between those two movies is that from start to finish of this movie, Sin City, I'm engaged. And I really wasn't like looking at my watch to wrap things up, but Magnolia so many times during that movie, I was like, how's there an hour and a half left in this movie? Mm -hmm.
1: Like, right.
0: All that kind of stuff. This movie, even though it's disjointed and weird at times, there is a certain flow about it. Um, and there's a good balance of information being given and then some form of action or something interesting is happening to keep you engaged. So
1: That's true. But, yeah,
0: and if, you, if you haven't seen it, I suggest you see it, uh, if you can handle gore and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, We have a friend who can't handle head trauma. I don't suggest he sees this because there's some definite head trauma in this Correct. movie. Correct, <laughs> yes. So... But, yeah, I think that's uh, where I'm going to land. Okay. Uh, would you like to create the rating system this time since we're doing everything backwards?
1: Yes, I will create the rating system. All right. So, on a scale of one to five um, sword slices, I'm going to go with sword slices. Sword slices. There's there's a, a one character who uses a sword quite a lot in this movie, and... For a yes. A few different things.
0: Yes. From killing Little people Neo to to, to chopping is.
1: up uh, bodies for uh, for disposal. So sword slices. That's where we go. All
0: right. Sword slices. Five being the best and zero being non-existent. I right. will still give this movie. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna say four. I'm gonna say four slices. I mean, there's definitely things. Uh, little hiccups in the armor that I see now opposed to when I first saw it, but it's still really entertaining to movie or to me. And, um, uh, you know, if I, I would recommend this movie to anyone, if they were a fan of action or even suspense or mystery or something like that, like if they could handle this guy, if I knew they could handle this movie, I would recommend that they see it. So what about you, Matt?
1: Um, Yeah. So, I'm going to go a little bit lower, um, and and maybe that would be different if I had more, uh, more background knowledge about the story or had read the the graphic novels. But, uh, I'm going to come in at, uh, 3.3. So, still, still a decent rating, still I would call it a good movie, um, pretty entertaining. Uh. Sure. But the disjointedness knocks it down for me. Wasn't sure. Uh, not knowing like how these stories related, I, I wish, I've said this a few times now, I wish they had been more related, but not knowing when one ended, and, well, you know when one ends, but sure. not knowing if it's truly really the end of a story, because certain stories seem to end and then they come back uh Bruce Willis is being one the, so. yes absolutely so,
0: yeah yeah i think um it would have been interesting if you had if we had seen it together in 2005 where you would have been then versus where you've been now because you know this came out at a time when superhero movies were just not really happening you know iron man 1 hadn't come out yet so the marvel universe didn't really exist and uh so, but now, you know, we're very used to superhero movies. Right. So, all right. Well, that will wrap us up here for Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Uh Join us on our Facebook page and let us know what you thought. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Had you seen it yet? If Let us know, certainly if it's your first time viewing it, what you thought. And uh also, buy a book from our sponsor because, you know, why not? So... We will see you next time. Ta da 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 da
1: da da